The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So the topic is breathing. And for this meditation session here, I'd like to point out that generally when we breathe in meditation, we, the air goes in through the nostrils. And there are canals, tu- tubes. that bring the air from the openings of the nostrils down the neck and down into the lungs. And then in a real way, those tubes are open and the air has still not entered our body the space in those tubes is a continuation of the space outside of you. Just like there are inlets where the water comes in from the ocean towards, in towards land, the tubes are inlets for the air around you. And the air gets carried in to the lungs. And deep in the lungs, there is a place where the oxygen interfaces with your body, with the flesh or the skin that's there. And there's an exchange and oxygen gets brought then, at that point gets brought into your body and CO2 is brought out. And this mechanism of exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide is propelled by the movements of your diaphragm. Diaphragm pushes down, and the lungs fill with air. Diagram relaxes and comes back up again, and you breathe out. And that rhythm of the diaphragm moving spreads a rhythm of movement throughout the torso. Sometimes the chest lifts and falls. The belly expands and contracts.
Sometimes the shoulders lift and fall. Sometimes the back rib cage expands and stretches and then contracts. Sometimes the diaphragm is, operates in a slow, relaxed way. Sometimes the diaphragm is, moves quickly and shallowly. As a muscle, the diaphragm is about an eighth of an inch thick and it's a wide piece of kind of looks like skin and it kind of spreads out, large flat piece of skin spreads out horizontally between the bottom of the rib cages kind of in this skin-like muscle is considered to be one of the strongest muscles in your body. And the movements of that muscle can be done consciously. You can consciously change the rhythm of your breathing. And it can be done without any conscious intention. The breathing, the diaphragm, breathing in a sense can breathe itself. Breathing, the rhythm of breathing since the time you were born. It's been your companion. Whether you're awake or asleep, the way that the breathing massages your body, moves it and stretches it and is one of the constant activities that you're involved in. most important part of breathing, the exchange of gases, we have no conscious role in doing. We don't 
make or do or intend that exchange of gases. The most important part of breathing just happens on its own. So you might take a few minutes here bringing your attention to the body that's breathing. Bring your attention to how your body experiences breathing as if you've never done it before. As if this is a brand new event to pay attention to. What is your experience of breathing like now? As if you have permission to breathe just the way you are. As if no two breaths are the same. What is your experience breathing like when you really start noticing and appreciating miracle of breathing. If instead of taking breathing for granted, what would happen to you if you treated breathing as sacred? As if entering the experience of breathing is like entering into a sacred space or place that brings reverence or awe. Entering into this sacred space of breathing in order to feel the space, feel the experience more than thinking about it. Letting your thinking mind get quiet. So you can let yourself 
register, experience, feel the fullness of each in-breath, each out-breath. In your body's experience of breathing, there is an interplay, a dance between the outer world and the inner world. The air that's in the space around you. The air and the space that comes into you through, through the canals and tubes. enters your body, leaves your body, comes and goes. There's no hard and fast separation between inside and outside. to have air and oxygen to breathe in comes from the process of respiration of plants, leaves, trees. That are as essential to you as your lungs. sacred 
space of breathing is a very big wide space that expands, extends outward far beyond you, beyond your body, and extends far deep inside, in the inside and outside. <clears throat> things flow back and forth. Breathing is the bridge, the connection. between an expansive world and an inner world. And to end this sitting, <clears throat> you can engage the conscious part of breathing by breathing deeply, fully, expanding your chest. Feeling your body against your chair or the cushion, the floor. And when you feel ready, you can open your eyes. So welcome to our Dharma practice day. And 
um, the theme of these practice days this year is mindfulness of breathing. And it's a particularly important topic for Buddhist meditation practice because breathing is used as one of the primary meditation focuses in much of Buddhism. And um, getting familiar with your breathing and learning how to work with it as a meditation practice is one of the great things in human life. You know, I've been uh, meditating on my breathing for 40 years. And um, that's a long time. And uh, I really enjoy it. It's been a very, very special, wonderful part of my life. And sometimes, you know, and breathing is um, the whole relationship to breathing as part of meditation practice and being mindful of some daily life has certainly enriched my life. But, you know, it's like with any lover, you know, it's not always good. So, uh, you know, we have our disagreements. So that's okay, it's part of the process, right? So it's okay to have challenges with it. The, um, these Dharma, Dharma practice days is our chances for us to explore um, the topic of, um, in a variety of different ways. Sometimes in Dharma practice days, there's a lot of discussion and break up into small groups to talk about things. But this year, with the mindfulness of breathing, I thought we should do more of a meditation a day, so we have more quiet, I mean, some discussion going on. Maybe today we'll do a little bit, but uh, the focus will be mostly on meditation, guided meditation, really getting into this topic. And the framework for the, for the series is a series of 16 teachings the Buddha gave for mindfulness of breathing. And, um, and these wonderful uh, 16 kind of steps to mindfulness of breathing are quite wonderful and they quite beautifully map uh, for many people the whole process of deepening in meditation and, uh, and encouraging that deepening and uh, deepening kind of the continued deepening of practice in a nice way. So we'll do it uh, slowly over these about eight months and um, and each time we do it, we come together. The plan is to do some review of what we did before. And kind of so, because these 16 steps build on each other. So uh, we'll kind of go over it. Uh, and so, and then um, probably as we get into the, get closer to the, the last ones, we probably have to review the first ones quickly. But that'll be okay because you'll have maybe become familiar with them, maybe practicing them at home. And so, It'd be kind of easy to kind of know exactly what we're doing and just follow along. This practice of the 16 steps is also a path to liberation, to freedom. And the Buddha's discussion about these uh, 16 steps, he described how the, f- the four foundations of mindfulness are fulfilled by practicing these steps. He also said how the seven factors of awakening are fulfilled in practicing these steps. So they're very effective for bringing together some of the important kind of inner spiritual qualities we're trying to cultivate in Buddhist practice all the way to uh, awakening itself. Um, So 
we'll have some breaks periodically through the day. Uh, I think a fair percentage of those breaks we do during this, this year series maybe be done in silence just to keep the meditation, kind of medita- meditative focus kind of going, momentum going. But we'll have some breaks where we can talk, and certainly lunch can be a time for talking if you'd like. Because an important part of these Dharma practice days is the community, is being here together. And, and a very important part, historically, of Buddhist training um, is the training that happens when you're together with other people, uh, in community, talking to people, interacting with people, bumping into people, uh, irritating your people, you know, it's it's all important. It's all part of parcel of what a full, full rounded training in in uh, awakening and spiritual maturation involves. And so, the Dharma practice days is a time for more community kind of participation in the practice than we usually have here at IMC. But as I said, we'll do more meditation this this year than we usually do for Dharma practice days. And uh, so I think that's all you need to know. Anything else that should be said? Any people? Are you the manager today? Richard. Richard's the manager. Thank you, Richard. So Richard's the manager. If you have any questions about being here, you can check in with Richard. And um, <clears throat> so before we take a break, <clears throat> what I'd like I'd like to hear from a few of you uh, what that guided uh, meditation was like. What did? Uh, what was maybe a little different, what was surprising, what was um, nice about doing it for you, or what was challenging? What was different for you? And if you could say your name when you start speaking, that would be great. And just a reminder about the uh, microphones, talk right into the top of them and hold them close. Okay, like this? this work? Okay. <laughs> I, never, I never get those right. My name's Kathleen. Um, the part that really resonated, because I definitely was having a lot of monkey mind, um, as soon as you said, what if you held the breath as sacred, something about that statement, just it was like a weight just dropped mm-hmm. my mind in. And, um, and it's so interesting with a lot of different types of practices. I know the breath is sacred, but just something about you saying that, it was this reminder of like, oh, wow, yeah, it's this mysterious practice, this mysterious thing that happens for a certain period of time, and I'm not controlling it. And in that way, it is amazingly sacred. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Great. Thank you. Well, and I will say something. Um, what I really appreciated, Gil, was the porosity between the outside and the inside. That's something that um, really is meaningful from this practice. I, I, you know, um, something about um, sort of the ability to radiate beyond our own selves. Yes, great. Thank you. I'm Sue, and I had the opposite experience of Kathleen, surprisingly to me. Um, as I was connecting to the breath in my body, I felt very connected inside and out to the universe. 
When you mentioned the word sacred, I felt a slight contraction, and what I noted as fear, and it brought me immediately out of my body to my head. And I realized it's the association I have with the word sacred as, as church and God. Mm. And it, 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 um, it was really amazing to see this, that it, I was then in a place of self and other. Mm-hmm. Um, and then noting the fear, I was noting, you know, my heart was beating a little faster and my breath changed. There was a holding of my breath. So then I spent the rest of the meditation trying mm. to reconnect to my body. Mm. Great. Well, thank you for saying that. And I'm certainly sorry that a word I said would elicit that. And, you know, t- Buddhist teachers are a funny lot, right? So, <laughs> so you have to always realize, you know, that in my role as a Buddhist teacher, I also get a little bit happy when people have reactions like that because uh, it's, it represents that something in there is important to work through and and to be triggered in this environment maybe is relatively easy then to kind of work with it and understand it than it would be, you know, in, in the world where what you're talking about sometimes is very painful and difficult. And uh, so hopefully this, you know, is part of your process of working through something. And you've, you know, and you've been intimate with your breathing for the last three weeks, so, <laughs> you know, so that's, you know, particularly poignant probably. I am, hello, I'm Kim, and I, I made contact with a physical part of, the, of my body that I've never connected to before with your description of the, the tubes. Um, never thought of that before, and better, okay. Um, and I think I've, in the past, I've experienced breathing in my nostrils or in my chest or my belly, but I had some connection to a part that's, you know, even lower than the throat, but between the throat and the chest or something that I'd never even felt before Mm. and could feel something happening there. Mm -hmm. And even had a sense of, at one point, I I could hear the breathing happening in that space that I was surprised by or just some sense Mm. of hearing it in a way that I hadn't Great. Thank you. So one more, what's right behind you? I'm Anne. Um, I had a different reaction to this word, uh, what was it, sacred? Mm -hmm. I just realized it means absolutely nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I thought for a second and then I just went on. Mm. And that's certainly allowed (laughs) to to, to have it mean nothing because um, completely understandable that some people would have no relationship to that word it's like a foreign word and and uh, I, I kind of I kind of like that actually in some ways so thank you for saying it okay so thank you and um, so let's take a break and uh, let's start in here in about 15 minutes so maybe at 10.30 and, uh, but let's do this break in silence and we'll come back and, and uh, I'll go through the first beginning of the steps for the the 16 steps. Thank you. (laughs) 